Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With inflation spiking and gas prices surging, every dollar counts. So you might be interested in apps that let you access your wages before payday. But what's the catch? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining me to discuss, this is our e-commerce reporter, Laura Hatala. Welcome, Laura. Hi, thanks for having me. So tell me about these advanced paycheck apps. So there's a huge variety of these apps, and typically uh, people who are earning hourly wages, and sometimes salary too, but mostly for hourly workers, they can um, get these apps through their employer. It's kind of like a benefit. Um, and what they do is kind of what it sounds like. You've earned your wages, but it's not payday yet. Um, so in some way or fashion, you can get a portion of your wages, um, before payday. And of course that means that when you do get your paycheck, it'll not have those wages in it. Um, but it's, it's the same amount of pay overall. Got it. And and what, what, like, what are the fees? What's the catch? I'm assuming there are fees for getting your money in advance. Uh, how does that, how does that work? There's a ton of different models, but for a lot of them, yeah, there is a fee. Um, Sometimes there's a monthly subscription cost. Sometimes there's a fee per transaction. A lot of these apps will have a fee if you want your money right away, um, but not if you wait, you know, one to three days for a bank transfer. Um, And some of them don't have any fees at all. They, They get their money by putting your wages on a debit card, and then they take a portion of those interchange fees that um, merchants pay on debit card transactions. So there's all these different business models. Um, It really pays to look into whether your employer is going to pay those fees for you. Some pay a set amount, some pay all of them. Uh, And whether there's a way to, to, you know, maybe wait one or two days to get those wages and not have to pay a fee. Uh, obviously, if it's an emergency, you might be willing to pay, you know, three to five dollars to get your uh, wages earned so far uh, in your bank account now. And I mean, this sounds a little bit familiar with, uh, you know, the idea of payday loans or these advanced um, payday services that are known for, you know, extremely high fees and sometimes predatory practices. I'm curious what the difference is between these apps and those kinds of services. Well, so the difference is there isn't this really, really high interest rate, and there's no interest typically. Um, And payday loans can have APR rates of up to 400%. And, you know, if you're getting a payday loan and then kind of rolling it forward and paying interest on it, you can be paying several times what the loan was even worth. Uh, So that's not happening here. It's definitely an improvement. Advocates for consumers definitely acknowledge that. Um, you know, on the other hand, if you're paying $3 every day to get your wages, it's going to take a chunk out of your paycheck. Uh, it's less money. Yeah, that, I mean, that is, I mean, that's, that's significant, right? That, that definitely adds up. I mean, is there, I'm curious what folks say about the use of these services, uh, because as you said, if you're using them on a, a daily or, or any kind of regular basis, that does start to eat into your earnings, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just sort of, especially if you're earning around minimum wage or just a little bit higher, 
percentage wise, that's a pretty big chunk of your of your wages. Um, and obviously, every dollar is really counting in that situation. Um, so there's a call from many consumer advocates to consider these services as credit. Right now, they're not really regulated as credit. Some of some of these are regulated as credit, really specific models, but for the most part, no. Um, and that means that while advocates say, yeah, these fees right now seem pretty reasonable, um, they could eat at wages, but they're not payday loans. But we really need to put some regulation and oversight on this one, so we can make sure that predatory people don't come into the business and kind of adjust that and sort of, you know, nudge it towards higher, more predatory uh, fees. And two, just so we know how people are using these, even if even if all of these businesses are operating in a really responsible way, um, you know, oversight is a way to know, you know, a lot more about the kinds of uh, financial crises people are finding themselves in um, when they're living paycheck to paycheck. Definitely. And, and um, I mean, you talked about regulations and whether or not these are considered, you know, credit services, but what are there any regulations around these right now, especially if they're not, you know, quote unquote, defined as credit services? Uh, a couple of them are regulated in a really specific way. There's these these kinds that are not actually offered through an employer. Uh, these apps are direct to consumer. Um, major one of them is called Dave, as in the first name Dave. And uh, that one is structured kind of like overdraft. And they partner with a bank to do that. It's not a $34 overdraft charge. It's much lower um, or free, depending on how you do the transaction. And uh, so that is that bank that they partner with is regulated. Um, and you know, there's some state agencies that have looked into how to put some guardrails on this, but on a national level, not regulated. And, uh, it could be the consumer financial protection Bureau's national, um, agency that, that looks into this sort of thing is <clears throat> going to clarify its position on whether these, uh, services are credit and how regulators should approach them. Okay. Uh, and you know, in your story, I mean, you mentioned that, you know, at least one employee is kind of use these kinds of apps uh, as a way to kind of track their pay. Like, I'm curious what, what sort of the other benefits are outside of just getting your money in advance. Yeah. So a lot of these services come with budgeting services. They can help you save. They help you just track how much you've earned so far. And when you're an hourly worker, you might have in your regular schedule, you might be earning overtime some hours and not other hours. So you might not actually know how much you've earned so far in a pay period. Uh, so this helps you keep track of that and uh, can help you set financial goals, um, connect to bank accounts and, you know, just be more aware of how your finances are doing in real time. Right. That, that makes a lot of sense. Um, but but I guess going back to sort of the negative side, is there like is there concern at all that folks can get trapped into a cycle of using these apps? Um, and, and and I'm curious what folks say about that. Yeah, there definitely is concern about that. There's research from the Financial Health Network showing that people are using these consecutively over several pay periods in a row. Um, and so that kind of shows like I didn't have the money now and I guess I, I still won't have it later even if I take it out of my paycheck now. Um, and so that that can definitely be a problem, especially if you're paying fees or subscription costs on top of that. It's still not as bad as bundling it into a payday loan with, you know, uh, mushrooming uh, uh, payments on it. But at the same time, um, you know, 
it's it's still taking money out of your paycheck. Uh, the companies I spoke with, one of them, Daily Pay, that's one that's used by a lot of big employers, including Target. Um, they said that they see a trend where eventually folks who are doing that after a few pay periods stop doing it and, and start trying to save. Um, they're hoping that basically, you know, they were in a financial crunch. Maybe it took them several paychecks to get out of it, but now they're moving in a positive direction, which is is probably a better outcome than what would happen if you're paying really high interest. Right. And then, you know, as mentioned in the intro, we're living in times where the inflation uh, inflation rate just keeps rising. Things are more expensive, just everyday items. Uh, I, I don't know if you have any stats or any kind of indication of whether or not more folks are using these kinds of services now because of the just the need to have money to spend on more expensive items. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have any statistics on that, but I did talk to a Target worker who's using um, daily pay to pay for gas to go to work um, and paying the fee on it. So, and, you know, in a situation like that right now where the value of your wages is going down and you the price of gas is going up because you need to go to work, uh, you're, still, you're still paying for that and, and, you know, in order to keep... Keep, keep his job, you know, you gotta, you gotta show up. So uh, it's worth it to pay that fee. Um, you know, I spoke with, I, I put it to pretty much all of the app makers that I spoke to, you know, what do you think about this situation? And they all basically said, we can't solve this financial crisis. We're really here to just like provide an option that's not um, predatory or uh, extremely onerous. Uh, you know, they're still businesses, they're still covering the cost of, of fronting the money and uh, operating. So it's, it's not free. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's a kind of thing where it doesn't solve the problem of wages losing their value and being too low. It doesn't solve the problem of inflation. Um, you know, it's just kind of one option. Got it. Um, and I think you bring this point up in the story, but what do these apps sort of tell us about the broader problem of, you know, of wage workers right now? Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, a huge amount of people in the U.S. living paycheck to paycheck, um, and a significant portion of them are struggling to pay their bills. Um, I think it's about 14% overall, um, based on numbers from last year, or um, actually earlier this year. And uh, so, I mean, it just shows you how many people need to be able to access some money to, you know, pay a bill that's due before payday or get gas and groceries to go to go to work or to put food on the table uh it's definitely people are struggling out there and uh need a way to to pay for those things without incurring debt absolutely laura thank you for your time you can check out our story on cnet.com if you have any questions ping me on twitter at roger w chang any flicks which you heard please rate and subscribe to the podcast it really helps us out for the daily charge i'm roger chang thanks for listening